Hello, and welcome to episode 34 of Two Piece Start Live. He's Tim. And he is Ray. We hope you enjoy the show today. Uh, Tim, are you thirsty at all? Thirsty? Yeah, are you thirsty? You what, some... kind of a, what kind of a game are you playing? With me right you want now? something to drink? Just yes or no? <laughs> no, Say I'm yes. good. Say yes. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> now that I think of it, I'm a bit thirsty, yes. <laughs> all right. Uh, trivia for two, please. Mm, it does go well with a chicken. I, I love it when I think of these things I want to do with you, and then I'm like, uh-huh. no, I didn't mention that's Tim. It might have been better if we would have like rehearsed this or something. <laughs> but uh, now people know that it's completely. Uh, oh, it's so live. random, offbeat. We're just on it's it. That's why, why we call it to be start live. Each week, Tim and I try to stump each other on ridiculous video game trivia and determine who is currently the biggest nerd. Last week, Tim and I tied, so let's see if we can have an actual winner and a loser this time around. Actually, I think um, I'm the loser because I incorrectly told you you were correct on Oh, that's trivia. right, yes. Uh, you, you tricked me. And it won't, <laughs> With my and it won't happen. It won't happen again. <laughs> <laughs> I just had so many numbers, you're like, yes! <laughs> yes, uh, that's overwhelmed. That is the first nine digits of pi. Oh, no, sorry. <laughs> All right, um, so go for Are it. Are you ready? Action! In the original Super Mario Brothers for the Nintendo Entertainment System, Mario's clothing changes color and becomes white and red upon collecting a fire flower. What colors does Luigi's clothing change into? Um, he's white, okay, he's white and green, and when he gets a fire flower, Wait, Mario changes into white and red. Into white and red, yes. Okay. Oh, he no. Luigi must be white and green with a fire flower. He must be a different color when he's normal. I'm sorry, you are incorrect. Ah. The correct answer is white and red. Same, huh? It's the same color. Yep. And I, uh, so he, st- he must start out. He starts out white and green then. Yes, and when he gets the fire flower, he has to change to white and red. That's lame. It wasn't until later that they switched it up, you know, because later on he has blue overalls with green clothing. So then it's an easy switch to white and green. Oh, so I was right. No, I'm talking about like New Age Luigi, like, like you yeah, know, like I if they. If... You're talking about. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I clearly stated. All right, what's yours? <laughs> Delicious again, Peter. All right. Uh, mine is a quick series of questions, um, and you have to guess which channel of the two I name takes up the most blocks on the on the Wii. Okay. All right? Okay. Let's start here. Uh, we'll start with an easy one. Um, Dr. Mario Online RX or Dr. Mario Online RX Demo. It would be the... Uh, the- the full version would be the, yes, the larger but, one. But not by but not much. Not by much. Five <laughs> blocks, people. Five blocks. It, it's 93 to 87. Yes, right. the real game to... is slightly larger. 
Okay. Um, this is, this okay. is review for those of you listening to the podcast regularly. Yeah, that's that was just a warm up question. All right. Edit. Zelda, Zelda one for the NES or Kirby's Adventure for the NES. Kirby's Adventure. Very good. That was a little bit of a trick question. Zelda's a bit longer, I think, but uh, yes. Kirby twenty-eight, Zelda twenty-two. All right. Um, everybody votes channel or check me out. Check me out channel. Very good. Ninety <laughs> to fifty-four. See, Harry, I'm just you... looking at it on my Wii right now. No, Darn it! No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, you got a couple, couple more here. Oh man, this is, oh geez. I got some, I got some good ones. Uh, <laughs> Mario Kart Wii channel or Wii Fit channel. Wii Fit channel. Very good. One of six seventy-eight. Two more. Um, Dynamite Heady for the Sega Genesis or Super Mario World for the Super Nintendo. Dynamite Heady. Very good. 3729. One <laughs> yes. more, and you are the champion. All right, you ready for your final I'm just question? So, such a nerd. I can't wait. <laughs> He's just calculating the bits and bytes in his head. <laughs> All right, final question. The Internet Channel or Paper Mario for the N64? Oh, my God. Oh, definitely. Um... Oh, wait. The Internet Channel? Oh, crap. I thought you were talking about. The Nintendo channel. No, no, no. The full internet channel. Not the demo internet channel. Right. I don't have that one anymore. I, I believe it's the internet channel. That is incorrect. Dang. Paper Mario oh. weighs in at 249. Internet <laughs> oh, 233. Man. It's all that oh, text. Oh, that's close. Jeez. Yeah, I guess so. But I, I got to give it to you. You got, uh, what, five of them right, I think. Six of them right. Five, five. I I never th I always had to think about it as far as like how much, um, in, how many different kinds of images there would be in it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So instead Not, of like, see, right? Instead of, of games, of games seems... and stuff like that, like Dynamite Heady is full of weird bosses and weird enemies that are always changing. Super mm -hmm. Mario World kind of has themes that they keep, you know, coming back to basically. So it's. Uh, no, no brainer sometimes for me, but yeah, very good questions. That's good. Yeah, that was no good answers. That was great. Well, thank you. All right. Well, I think you're declared the winner this week. Wonderful. Oh, yes. Boy. My, All right. My plan is successful. Well, are you ready to mix it up a little bit, Tim? Um, it depends on how you'd like to mix it. <laughs> well, it's a new segment that we like to call Ricky Ricket Remix. remix. Each week, I dish out a video game remix favorite of mine, who it's by, and where you can grab it. This week, from the castle and fortress themes of Super Mario World 2 Yoshi's Island on the Super NES, comes the remix In Pieces by Palpable. Let's take a quick listen. like to add this song to your music collection, I've got a link up right now for those of you listening to the M4A version of the podcast. 
Otherwise, you can just head over to ocremix.org and track it down yourself. And that'll bring us to our... topic of the week. Uh, this week, we wanted to talk about Metal Gear Solid 4, but um, at the same time, we're like, you know, we really don't have much to say. Um, I guess one thing I would like to say about Metal Gear Solid 4 is that it's clearly a quality title that is more of an art form than it is a cash cow, in my opinion. Hmm. And I guess that's... I really... I'm very happy when games like that come out that are really big budget, really awesome games that someone put a lot of heart into, um, and they weren't just making Mario Party 9, basically, is, I guess, my point. Right. <laughs> um, so it's a, definitely a game I would love to play sometime because I've never played a Metal Gear Solid game before. Um, so I'm looking forward to someday playing it, but of course, since it's for the PS3, I, I got some problems because I don't have one. I'm not looking at buying one. Um, I really don't want to get a 360 or a PS3 until I get like an HD TV, and who knows when that'll be for me. So, hmm. Yeah, I um, I have played pretty much every Metal Gear Solid game, although I can't say I've beaten any of them. Um, they're always intriguing to me, and I just I kind of lose it somewhere in the middle or towards the beginning, and it just it doesn't they never really hold my interest that long and I, maybe part of it's the the really bizarre and convoluted storyline I feel like you need to be really immersed in Metal Gear Solid lore to be uh, tracking with any of the cutscenes that come up and uh, you know as this game was coming out this week I, I checked a few little retrospective things out and and uh, it's just it's crazy how many twists and turns that series has taken with the clones of this person and Metal Gear Solid 3 is, you know, back in the 60s and and just trying to follow the timeline alone is, like, impossible. So, um, I, I, I don't know, you might have a hard time jumping into this one, but um, I did hear a few reviews say that it, um, it, it stood by itself as a great game, like it didn't leave you behind if you weren't a fan before. Um, so I, I, I suppose they must have done a, a decent idea of telling a standalone story. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of games I've played where I'm not really expecting to enjoy it too much. I just buy it for kind of a certain reason. And then I kind of come to love it and its characters and its material, even without much background in it. And, um, and so I, know, I, th I feel like the same would probably happen with Metal Gear Solid 4. The question mm -hmm. I have is, is this going to help catapult PS3 into actual, like, serious competitive territory? Yeah, you know, I, I did look up a little bit of information here. Um, apparently, day one sales worldwide were about 1.3 million units, which is... That's pretty pre insane. Pretty, pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, 300, 350,000 copies in Japan, four, over 400,000 in the Americas, um, that includes the bundles, so I guess there were 70,000 uh, PS3 with Metal Gear Solid 4 bundles, 70,000 all sold out immediately, um, so obviously helped sales, that was never a question. Um, I wanted to go back and compare it to like Grand Theft Auto 4, for instance, and just to see, you know, that was a multi-platform, so Correct. how did it fare against that? Um, GTA 4 sold 3.6 million on its first day. Interesting. 
and that's again between PS3 and 360, but certainly it helped being right. on two. Having on, yeah, being on multiple systems. Yeah, and so, I mean, I know the Metal Gear series has always been pretty loyal to Sony, um, but I, w I wonder how much Sony had to shell out to keep them exclusive with a, with a fairly poor hardware sales so far. Um, is that that definitely would hurt Konami's, uh, you know, bottom line for the game. But, but yeah, I think it was maybe a, uh, something worthwhile for Sony to pursue. I, I'm assuming they paid them something to keep keep them exclusive because um, had this gone multi-platform, um, you just would have seen the same thing with GTA 4, where the sales on the 360 side are double or triple the PS3 side, at least here in America. Right. And uh, it they would have fallen further behind, I think. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, th I think the PS3 is becoming more and more viable each day. I think it will not be considered a failure, you know, over the next couple of years. It definitely sells way better in Japan than the 360, that goes without saying. So, right. Um, it just has more catching up to do here. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where things go in just a couple of years, really. See if things turn around for the PS3 or not. Um, you know, I remember, I believe, Metal Gear Solid 4 was announced in 2005, if I'm not mistaken. Gosh. At E3. Yes. And I mm -hmm. remember watching the video for it, and at the end, they show, like, when it's going to be released, and it writes 2006. And then it, <laughs> and then it puts, like, a little curve line around the 6th so that it became 2008. And everyone's like, oh. And then they cross it out and put a 7. They're like, oh, okay, 2007. We can wait till then. But, you know, it's like a nice way to fooling them, and... You know, and then it ended up being 2008 anyways. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I remember, I remember thinking at the time, like, man, 2008, that'd be such a long time. It's going to be a long time before 2008 shows up. And here we are. It's, yep. You know, it's here. And Middle of 2008. I mean, how many how many other games like that are, are we still waiting for? You know, I mean, if we knew about that game since 2005, I believe, is there any game that we know about right now in 2008 that we're still waiting for? I mean, I, I know, like, Final Fantasy XIII we're still waiting for which was announced metal, like around the same time how about metal gear solid 5 uh, i'm waiting spoilers. for spoilers um, <laughs> i mean is there any even nintendo game that we're waiting for um is there anything that, that we're that we're waiting that far well, in advance for i we're at a strange point where basically every major title that we know about not everyone but um, a vast majority that we've been waiting years on have been released and the next you know big bucket full of them are going to be announced here at E3 pretty pretty soon. I would hope so because I mean I can't think of any other games coming out. I mean besides like Mario Baseball and like Wii Music and maybe Disaster Day of Crisis like that's it. Like there's nothing really huge to those well, to me. Yeah I know Nintendo's got a lot of things up their sleeve I think. Um and they're just waiting for the right time to announce it. And I guess the other uh, one I could think of is Halo Wars. That's one that we're still waiting for, but not yeah, like, well, but not like three years from now, kind of waiting, obviously. And how about the um, Two Human for 360? That's supposed to be coming out in the holidays. Um, and then about 150 different guitar games are going to be released <laughs> over the holidays. So, yeah, they're they're coming. They're just. Uh, I guess we're not hyped about them yet because either information is non-existent Lacking, yeah. or I, we haven't heard. I think part of the thing time. is is that when we have the new generation of consoles appear, 
we had promises of all these new games that would also be on those consoles. And since mm -hmm. we're in the middle of it right now, there's not like a huge step that we're looking forward to. It's like, well, everyone got done doing everything for the next generation console, so now it's like playing catch up and seeing what else we can make. Um, Which will be uh, an interesting next uh, step because really now we're a year and a half in on the Wii and the PS3 and what, two and a half years in on the 360. And, and so now all the... You know, all the first-generation titles and all the games that they've been working on since the consoles were released, those are pretty much out. And so now it's like pushing the hardware, right? you know, make the next Zelda game that was meant to be on the Wii, that sort of thing. Um, so it'll be interesting to see as the the consoles mature a bit. So, yeah, I guess looking yeah. forward to E3 then, definitely. Definitely want to find out what's going on. Because that'll yeah. give me even more reason to go visit you for the E4All. So. That's right. We're hoping uh, a yeah. lot of playable games at E for All that uh, will entice Ray to come there's out. No, there's it. no Smash Bros. this time. <laughs> I know. So There's got to be something good or else I'm not going. No, I, what, uh, maybe there's Brawl DS or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, there's a Smash <laughs> DS. Yeah, yeah. That would work. Like, using all the characters that we didn't get in Brawl that we wanted. Like, right. So that would be a cool step if you don't put it in. Anyway, all right. We're going to stop there. Well, that'll take us, yeah. As Tim knows, any conversation can segue into Brawl quickly and never end. Yes. Um, right. Moving on to comic talk. This week we had our Now You're Playing With Power comic featuring Snake and uh, Mario, Captain Falcon, and Samus. Um, and that was a fun comic. I spent too much time on it, but it turned out <laughs> well. And, um, you know, and, and I kind of mentioned in my blurb which is its official name, by the way, that I was worried this might be like the last comic with this grade of artwork. Um, <laughs> there's, there's kind of a number of reasons, a number of reasons for that. Uh, one that had Brawl. Right, one of, yeah, one of which has had Brawl in it, and I always like to go all out on that. Um, another reason is because I, it's possible I might be, um, I'm, I'm hoping to get a callback from a job this week, actually. No. So it's possible I might get a job. I might not, who knows. But if I do, you know, it might change some things, make it a little more difficult for me to do the comic. Still going to do the comic, though, as best I can. And uh, I won't be able to just sit around all day Tuesday drawing Captain Falcon's, you know, buttocks. Okay? So <laughs> it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little while. but uh, That might be a good thing. That might, yeah, might get my mind off of that for a while. Yeah, well, it, uh, it sure turned out well. I think um, I'm glad we sat on it till the right time. You know, the idea and, uh, originated from you suggesting, "Hey, let's show Snake throughout his games." You know, and like he's he's doing awesome jobs. You know, Metal Gear Solid One, Two, and Three, and then we'll have Brawl, and then it'll be all old. And eventually, um, you know, you wanted me to watch the retrospective stuff to kind of get an idea of what I should be drawing. And we're like, well, maybe he won't be beating people up. Maybe he'll just be like really stealthy. And then he'll show up in Brawl where everyone's just beating each other up face to face. And it'll be a little different, <laughs> yeah, then, you know? Then I looked up, yeah, I looked up just for the heck of it as I was looking at, you know, the past of, you know, the whole history of Metal Gear Solid. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 3 took place in the 60s, so I can't do a timeline of Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3, right. switch to Brawl, and go to 4, so that's not going to work. So I was like, okay, I guess we can do 1, 2, and then Brawl. And then we kind of just changed that whole idea altogether. And so for me, I knew we would have the Brawl panels, so I'm like, well, I'm just going to start on that first and make it really awesome. 
And so I forget if I split it up into different panels or if you wanted me to split it up into, because originally it's just going to be everyone was just beating on him at once. And yeah, I, I never had the, I, I figured, you know what, I, I, there's no way I'm giving Ray direction on how to draw the, <laughs> the brawl panels. So my initial thought was like, there'd be one panel with Snake getting it from all ends. Like, you okay, know, be careful with your words there. Um, three, okay, three people beating him up <laughs> thank you. in the same panel. <laughs> um, I've, seen enough, and I, I've, I've seen enough snapshots of him and Zero Suit Samus to know that... <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. What that meant. Okay, anyway. Uh, um, so I, I figured that's either one panel or a hundred. Ray can decide, you know. Right. But, um, I, you know, as he was doing the the uh, brawl panels, I, I kind of figured, you know what, this whole Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2 thing is going to be too much because he's spending so much time on the brawl stuff. So I, I just figured we'd make... Uh, Snake kind of say, "Oh, let's let's get this over with. We need to we need to play a real game here. Mm -hmm. Get get into Metal Gear Solid 4." So, worked out really well. I but think. But before uh, I used to always start with panel one, and by the time I got to the last panel, I'd be like, "I want to get this over with. Like, I yeah. can see the end of the you know the light at the end of the tunnel. I'm gonna fix it right now. Just you know, throw some stuff together." But this time I started with two, went to the end, and then went back to the, the first panel. And so you can tell, like the first panel uses some reuse artwork. Um, you know, his up-close face was new stuff, but everything in the left panel is basically reused. And, like, I'm just kind of running out of steam, you know? I'm like, ah, oh, I've got to wrap this up. I'm, I'm losing it here, people. And so, uh, so, yeah, I think that's a better way to go, because then when you fit, hit the ending, it's like, wow, it ends really well instead of uh, kind of fizzled out. Um, right. So I think I'm going to do more of that. Um, the, the really funny thing was I've, I, I normally send Tim, like, in-progress images, like I'll send him like here's what the comic is right now, you know. That was with, not with, funny, by the way. Cut with colors and everything, and so I sent him. Sometimes I'll send him the wireframe version if I have it. If it's so awesome, I don't want him to see it yet, you know. So I was like, okay, here's the wireframe. Yeah, well, it, it was evident that you were spending a ton of time on, you know, the brawl panels because there was so, so much going on in the wireframe. I'm like. Okay, Ray, well, the last panel better not look like a stick figure or something like that, you know? Yeah, so so I sent him an in-progress image of what the last panel looked like, and here's what it looks like. Freaking stick figure. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, oh, good, you know, another update from Ray. Let's... Let's see how it, uh, how it how it turns out, and that was not funny because for just a, <laughs> a, the tiniest moment, I mean, there was no way it was real, of course, but you kind of uh, you kind of had me for a second. It was like, <laughs> all right. And the thing for me was, I actually did have the majority of that last panel done. Like, I had Snake all drawn, so I knew what it oh, looked okay. like. So I'm like, I feel safe <laughs> doing this stick figure wireframe thing because. Like, because I can just make it really crappy what it really is and just have him worried, but no, inside it, it's going to turn out great. <laughs> and let me just say, I really don't, I do not like drawing Snake, okay? He has way too much gear going on. He's got way too many little details. I was looking at all kinds of pictures, you know, kind of piecing together here and there. Okay, what's his shoulder look like? All right, got it. Draw that a little bit, okay? You know, I got to have the arm behind his back. How would that twist? And, ugh. Sonic is you did a really good job, though. It, it, it the last awesome. one turned out really well. I was quite pleased. Yeah, it's. I just had to keep doing it, and and yeah, good lord, it's. That's <laughs> not one of those things I want to do often, though. Like I'm gonna stick with Mario and Mies. Okay, that's a little more manageable <laughs> for me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, with every great comic comes great comments, and this week's suggestion box was no different. 
Mine goes to Annan, who said, I've been reading this comic for a while, but this is my first post. Good job as always. We get these comments a lot where people, like, they're hiding in the shadows, reading it, not saying anything, and we know there's a lot of people of you doing that, especially for the podcast, too. Okay, well, we don't really know if people are listening to the podcast and not commenting, but I guess I hope there's lots of people listening to the podcast and not commenting, but um, I'm always very, you know, you guys don't have to say anything, that's fine. You can stay in your shadows, stay away from the, the spotlight, that's fine, but, you know, I always do like to, to hear from people who are like, yeah, I've been listening since day one or whatever, and it's still great. Um, always good to get the positive feedback and negative feedback too. I'm up for that. Yeah, you know, uh, that was actually going to be my comment of the week. As no well. way. Yes, it was. Are you. What? Yeah, it was. Are you kidding me? Nope. Out of all 57 comments we had on the comic, it was going to be uh, Anon's, Anon's two separate comments. Um, okay, wait. Hold on though. Have we ever had the same comment twice? I don't know. That might be a first. We'll have to go back and check, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. But yeah, I liked his second comment saying uh, that he started reading since the Sonic Tales, and it's the yes. best, best web comic he reads. I mean, I love hearing that type of thing, you know. It really builds well, it's up a little ego. much. At that point, you're like, okay, what do you want? What do you want from me? <laughs> and then he named <laughs> off, like, every decent web comic in the, on the internet and said that it's better than all of those so <laughs> yeah <laughs> well i know you know we're one of many comics that lots of people look at you know i don't consider us like the best you know i just consider us one of many and there's pros and cons to everybody yeah um, i consider us the best okay well <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> that's great you know you can get the hate mail um but yeah you know it's 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 great you know read all the air comics too that's i mean whenever the joystick webcomic wrap-up comes up i always look at every all the comics mm -hmm. and i actually decide which one i like the best and i vote for it if i think ours is the best i vote for it you know but sometimes i'm like that's hilarious i gotta vote for that one yeah um, tim i know you don't do that you just click and nope press i have an automated um ip <laughs> changer you have like a google thing that you do <laughs> that's right in fact nobody ever really votes for us except for me so it's kind of unfortunate but um, well, if I had to pick a second comment, I would go with uh, Spook, who I think we already referred to this. But uh, See, I had that comment too. No, okay. you didn't. <laughs> who uh, mentioned the detail on Captain Falcon's buttocks is disturbing. <laughs> Very disturbing. Is it really and... disturbing? I mean, <laughs> no, I, I, never mind. I should be careful with what I say. Well, you know, I didn't look that closely, so maybe... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I did kind of a lighting effect to it, so it's not as easy to see. It's very dark. Um, you have to before, really. I mean, it's pretty. It was pretty obvious before I did the uh, the lighting effects. You have to really want to look at Captain Falcon's butt to notice it, I think. <laughs> but of course, now we all have our um, wallpaper version, so we can get it a, li <laughs> a little larger. In huge resolution. <laughs> yeah, I, I just picked just the biggest. I, <laughs> I just picked the biggest <laughs> resolution. And and just centered it on my screen so no, it'd be I as should big just as enlarge the picture. I should enlarge the vectors even more and just make a wallpaper <laughs> of his butt. <laughs> and you have to make it a little shinier though. I think. And I could leave the crack words on top. <laughs> oh man. And people were saying like, why didn't he Falcon punch the dude? You know, like Falcon yes. punch, like you missed out. And I'm like, yeah, that's what you think. But in reality, I was like, you know. It, 
it's kind of it's a little overused like the knee has its power too and you know you play these games enough you fall in love with the knee um, plus i just thought it was more dynamically more interesting to me to have his head flipping you know upside down practically on, upon impact so yeah that's cool again Did... the segue never ends with what's Brawl. next it's time tim for the most haunted segments of the 2p start life program the dreaded Black Doom Award. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created. Captain Whisker. I mean, Black Doom. <laughs> There's a lot of worst characters that Sonic <laughs> Team has ever created. Do you realize that? <laughs> Every day, man. Every day. <laughs> well, I, I fear that we may have the, a repeat again, so I'm going to go first this time. Cause... Okay, okay. <laughs> I don't know that we've ever had the same Black Doom and the same Black, uh, same suggestion box in the mm, same podcast. That's a good point. I don't think we've ever had one of those. That probably hasn't happened. But I actually I do have a backup in case we copy each other. Because <laughs> I see, knew that's the thing this... is I don't have the backup. So okay, you go first. It'll probably be the same, and I'll okay. give my lame backup. Lawrence Fisher. Uh, I don't think that's it. All right. Wait. Well, yes, it is. That's well... the name of. The... <laughs> Nintendo Europe. Ah, oh, man, I knew it. Uh, a lot of people have heard about this, but there are a lot of people who have not. Um, according to next.gen.biz, uh, an interview with Laurent Fisher, who is the managing director of marketing at Nintendo of Europe, uh, when a pertinent question about the limited Wii system memory was raised, Laurent Fisher easily slipped into talking about how, quote, geeks and otaku were the only people who want the issue addressed. Yeah, that uh, that's probably not the best thing to say <laughs> if you're the marketing director. Marketing. <laughs> marketing director. What does a marketing director do? Let me think. Figures out how to market products, how to sell things. You don't sell things by saying that anybody who wants more space on their Wii is either a geek or an otaku. Like a, that's basically a fanboy obsessed with something, right? So... I don't know that you want to categorize your potential customers that way, or your existing customers that way, for that matter, right? I guess for me, it's like, I'm a geek, okay? I'm just going to say it. I assume I'm a geek. And you know what? I'm not going to say he's wrong about this, okay? I think the people who really are running out of room are a bunch of geeks who buy a lot of video games on the virtual console. I mean, that is, I mean that's not too far to say that, right? No, I mean... I mean, how many regular people have maxed out their memory on their Wii? Maybe not a ton. Uh, not a ton. But, but the geeks have done it. The geeks are all over that, okay? And we're the ones that are on the message boards complaining about this stuff. I mean, I'm not personally, but I did on the podcast at least. So that's geeky enough, okay? Like, we are, you know, yeah, geeks are the people doing this, but it's like, don't shut them out, help them out. You know, it's like, hey, like, how dare you keep trying to buy stuff? You know, and and not have enough room for it. Like, stop sending me your money, geeks. It's like, no, yeah. like, you know, don't you want us helping you? Like, like, well, like the, if you're gonna say it's for geeks and otaku, then at least like say it with a promise of upgraded memory or something. Like, then all the geeks can rejoice. Well, what doesn't make sense to me is um, these are your best customers, right? Exactly. Who, we're maxing out the memory, are the ones that. Are spending that much money on games and probably not just virtual console games and WiiWare games but they're spending a lot of money on retail games as well 
your casual gamer that everyone's you know obsessed with getting, which is fine, they own Wii Sports. Period. Right. Those are the people that, or maybe Wii Fit as well. You know, like they own two or three games that are casual oriented. They don't buy a lot of games. They're happy to play the same thing over and over again. Um, why? Why you want to alienate the people who've been following Nintendo for their entire lives, you know, 20 plus years or something, is beyond me. I mean, if they if they if they have that attitude, and I'm not saying that's widespread, but if they have that attitude in general, then they really are going to lose out um, on all the people who have enjoyed Nintendo over the years to the competitors. And yeah. uh, that's a shame. I mean, he did apologize for this later on, but I mean... Yeah, but I don't even like his apology. <laughs> what um, was it? Do you remember? He didn't mean to use those terms in a way to cause offense, and he regrets any misunderstanding that was created by his comments within yeah, the community. Geez. Okay, first of all, <laughs> he didn't mean to use those terms in a way to cause offense. So in what way were those terms being used? Was it like, oh yeah, our our favorite people is geeks and otaku. They're the only one. Like, is that, is that supposed to be a, a praise, some sort of praise? Because there's no way that was meant as praise. So, of course, he was meaning to cause offense. And and there was no, quote-unquote, misunderstanding created by his comments. The, the, we were we perfectly understood his insult, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, that I don't really like his apology either. If he, if he had come out and said, yeah, I'm sorry for being a douchebag and saying something so stupid and offensive. Um, I take. But that's it back. the thing. I think you know. I think part of him knows that he's right, though. It's for geeks and otaku. So it's like he's just saying, like, I'm not wrong. You know, I'm just sorry. You know, it was so offensive, basically. Yeah. I, I think that's what's basically going on. Which you know, I kind of agree with him, right? I mean, I'm saying, yeah, it's us geeks. Um, but I mean that's just a really bad way to apologize. Well, either don't ap- uh, you know obviously doesn't mean it, so don't apologize or right you know be sincere about it. But uh, yeah, that was pretty lame. Well, we should probably move on here. We should. Your black doom. My black doom. Um, so my backup black doom goes to. Um, I'm hearing a lot of different things about copycat. We stuff, and I want to remind Microsoft and Sony that, um, as competitors, they don't need to copy everything Nintendo does, because then mm. we just have three Nintendos. Um, a few different things we heard about this week. Um, one is the rumored uh, break apart PS3 controller, motion controller that's supposed to, you know, take on the Wii Remote in some fashion. Right. You heard you heard about that? Yes. I heard about um, the rumors, yeah. You know, not that you can't do that. It's been done before actually, um right. PS2 from a third party, but it's like first you came out with a crappy 6 axis, right? And said that Rumble that vibe, was, that Rumble is the, the Rumble thing of the Rumble is past. the last generation feature and then you come back with the DualShock 3. Um and now you're going to come out with a third one. Like, how many controllers are you going to ask ask people to buy before this console goes out of date, you know? Like, we've heard people um, want Waggle, so we've included it. Yeah, you know, they got their six-axis thing going on, so that 
I don't know. You can't be. That's both. not really waggle though. No, it's tilt. It's just tilt, but. Right. Yeah, uh, you, you, you know. need to have the actual waggle sensor. It's a patented thing. But see, Nintendo's got the whole package, right? They have the cheap console with the casual, you know, game, casual gamer-friendly games and system. Like, it makes sense. PS3 is like the hardcore system, right? Yeah. I know they're going after, in some fashion, the uh, casual Blu-ray. gamers. Blu-ray. Yeah. I and, mean. and the Blu-ray crowd, you know. So I can see them cornering niches here, but... You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. They need to reinvent the controller again after they just released the DualShock. Right. Um, the the other things were, you know, Activision's t coming out now apparently with a balance board for the 360 and the PS3 for their Tony Hawk games. Um, that's focus, just, people. Focus. I just I just don't need this many peripherals sitting around my house. I think you know between Rock Band. You know, in your Guitar Hero games and the, the Wii attachments, the wheel and the zapper and the balance board. And now Namco's doing like a the Power Pad remake type of thing. Have you seen that? It's kind of like a Dance Dance Revolution mat, but it's. Right, right. It's for running and stuff like that. Like. I, I, I don't know. There's too much. They just. Yeah, it's just frustrating because I understand what's happening. You know, they're seeing so much of the casual market just eating up with the Wii that they want in on that. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to branch out. But at the same time they're branching out, they're losing their focus and they're just making it seem like they're being desperate. And and it's just a, it's just really hard to watch for me. It's like, you know, just let the Wii do its thing. And if you want to try the same thing, just one up it next generation, okay? You know, make a console that, that has all the same kind of technology but way better with lots of new things. Instead of like, well, we're going to add a motion sensing controller to an already existing console and, you know, start making a few games for it. It's like, you, you got to just go all out with it. You need to kind of pick your pick your direction you want to go and do it. Well, it's, and, and it's, it's always obvious that the effort is just not there when, you know, the Johnny-come-latelys come in with... Like, oh, let's jump on this bandwagon and just come out with something real quick. You know, let's do a Wii right. Ski or a yeah, Battle of the God. Bands by THQ or, you know, whatever. It's just never going to be quality. So just if you're, if you're really that resolved to get into that market segment, then spend the time and do it right, you know? And don't just right. dilute the market with, with more crap. So uh, the, the last thing I saw was now... Um, Microsoft is implementing an avatar system. Basically, they're Mies, but they're much more detailed and a lot more customization. Um, they're going to replace the gamer tag. Well, I'm sure it'll be attached to your gamer tag, and um, I'm, that's not a bad idea. Um, no, it's not bad at all. I wouldn't mind seeing it uh, coincide with some sort of dashboard update, like I, like I mentioned last. Uh, week to, to just be a little more user friendly altogether, um, and it seems it seems different enough, or, or you know they're not they're not completely copying the me characters. Um, maybe a little more flexibility, but uh, but you know why they're doing it. I mean, oh, it's of course. Clear. It's like well, the... you know, PS3 has the home, 
Nintendo's got the Miis. They have it's like they have to get in on that, you know. Yeah, there's people love it too. I mean, people love Miis and stuff. I mean, it's very enjoyable. And you, you know, I mean, Nintendo is not the first person to do this sort of thing, but it's the first person to do it for like a full console as like a console feature. Yeah. Um, and people are finding that's a lot of fun to use those to use a console feature across a, a range of video games. <clears throat> so they want to get in on that. And, um, yeah, it's just kind of like you're late to the party, people. You're late. The, one thing that, the one thing that might be nice on something like that is the amount of detail is such that maybe the Avatar characters won't seem as out of place as Mies would in different games, you know what I mean? Right. Like, Mies have a very distinctive, simple style. So they do fit in the Mario... They, they, they fit fine in Mario games, you know? But I don't see a lot of third-party companies implementing Mies in their games because it's hard to match that style to other other things, so... Well, I mean, it's it's kind of like Zwinky. Get Zwinky? Don't know what you're talking about. You ever seen that? You ever seen no. the commercials? Like, get Zwinky! You can be anyone, anything. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Are the girls ready yet? Nah, they get winky with it. That's right. Get winky! You can be anyone. You can be your true self or someone else just for fun. Get winky! You can wear anything. Leather pants, cool shoes, spike your hair, fat bling. Get winky! Get winky! Get winky! Get winky! Get winky! Yeah, zwinky.com here, I think. Um, you can see a picture. But yeah, it's, you know, it's like customizing your own little person. Pretend you're somebody else. People like to do the fantasy thing with that. Right. Well, I think that just about does it. Yep, that'll do it for this edition of 2P Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic and every Monday for a brand new podcast. Just like the one you heard here, except better, hopefully. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. We will see you next week. Because when uh, Tim first gave the idea, the idea the idea originated from the uh, oh my gosh, Ray, seriously, how many times can you say that? Um, <laughs> let's take a quick let's take a quick lesson. Let's take a quick listen. God, freaking okay. <laughs> <laughs> let's take a quick listen.